she liked it, but she didn't want to admit that, you know, how much she liked it. She had to co- mm. maintain that Neo's better than me. Thank you. Gotcha. Dar- darling. <laughs> Fucking light of <laughs> my life. <laughs> Hard shell tacos. 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 Okay. <clears throat> Shit is rolling. Um. <laughs> So I took some of the ones that you had suggested, as you can see here. Yeah. And that, those were at the top. And then I mm-hmm. found I found some that I kind of go, I maybe in the same line. I don't know. We might not get to them. We might. Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. We'll do it. Let's do the thing. Okay. Uh, right. Hard shell tacos. Um, today, I'm going to be Cabeza with repollo and I don't know why I picked that combination (laughs) (laughs) Um, alright hard shell tacos it's me and my cousin Lily we were the fucking weird kids that didn't fit in with our very traditionally Hispanic households so we do weird stuff now Um, and one of the weird things we do is talk about being weird Uh, so, um, I don't know. I don't know if there's any preamble really to this. So let's get right into these topics. The first three that you suggested were kind of in the, in the vein of a book, making a book. Um, and so it was one about each parent and then the person who hurt you the most. What would the title of the book be? The first line and the last line of it. So, um, shit, mother's at the top. And I just volunteered myself to go first. Go for it. Yeah, title. The Unspoken Words. That's the title of it. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning, I think that might be the first line. Or, you know, as when I was younger, or as early as I can recall. Yeah that kind of thing and my last line Mm -hmm. that was the one that was a little bit difficult to think of um just because i mean i'm still in my 30s i don't know still a lot of time left and i don't know what's gonna happen i guess that would be the end of it right now is there's a lot of time left and i don't know what i'm gonna do let's see um Oh Lord. Um, I was kind of thinking of this earlier, the the this one. Um, I had a couple of them. Um, the title for me would just be like the unhealed monster. <laughs> um, the first line. Um, Mine is gonna get very dark. <laughs> uh, the first line of it would just be uh, I can remember the terror I felt. Um, the last line. Um, I can't really think of one right now without being very fucking horrible. <laughs> Tell what I want to say. Um, no, yeah, I don't have a last line for that one. Maybe that is a good ending in itself. Yeah. Because like, I don't want to say what I'm actually feeling about it because it's very yeah. Mean. Yeah. Father book. Um, the title. Um, that unhealed monster really struck with me. That was a good one. Um, so it made me think. Mm-hmm. It, it made me think immediately for father book. I wanted to. Uh, I mean, you could use the same title. Cause yeah. They are pretty much siblings. <laughs> yeah. It was gonna be uh, the wounded beast. That was what. Just yeah. Perfectly paralleled because fucking same person pretty much. Yeah. In a lot of ways, anyway. Uh, first line. Yeah. Mm. 
first line to the wounded beast. None of what I'm about to say is a is excusing or justifying the behavior. I think that would be the yeah. opening. Mm -hmm. And then the last line would be, while I have a better understanding of why he was that way, it puts things into a, a very different light that I didn't have at the time. But mm -hmm. that, that does not change the damage that he did to many people. Yeah. I would probably use that kind of last sentence for my mother book, too. Yeah. Um, somewhere along the lines of that. Um, let's see. My, my father book is a little bit more on the lighter side. <laughs> because I only had one monster of a parent. Um, I just had an emotionally unavailable father, but he is still the best to me. Um, for father book, I would literally put my hero. Mm. My uh. hero, my best friend. Uh, first line. Um, oh my god, that's a tough one too, because there's just a lot of good things there. Um, let me see. Um, I think for the first line, I would just put the one who was always there unconditionally, um, without judgment. Um, the last line would just be that he will forever be my hero and my best friend. Doesn't sound like you're acknowledging much of the lack of emotional availability. I mean, I, I understand why my dad is like that. He was raised that way. Um, I mean, there is some damage there. I'm still trying to process a lot of this stuff, revelations of that part of my dad. But my dad literally, besides that part, is an amazing human being. He's a just, you know. Yeah. Um, I can't really say too much shitty things about my dad. Because although he doesn't verbally express his love or emotions, he does it with, you know, his actions. Yeah, he does it his way. Um, yeah, so I can't really, I don't want to shit on him too much for, for that <laughs> even though it's not the best thing to you know be around but I can't really shit on my dad too much I'm I not just can't do it to, to shit on yeah. that's not but I don't know what I but mean. I don't want to I don't want to like have negative feelings about him because my dad is literally just an angel um a hero's and... flaw yeah, or I could even do... Yeah, that would actually be a good one. A Hero's Flaw. Still very that much would be a, a good title. Good fellow, but, you know, not everyone's yeah, perfect. Yeah, he, no he just has that one yeah. thing. <laughs> and that's it. Person who hurt me the most. Person who hurt me the most. There's only... A, there's few options to go mm -hmm. with here so what do we do? Oh, i know both of your parents are on the list uh, yeah actually 100 percent. yeah i'm like you i don't think you have just one um i don't even think i just have just one either oh man i'm i want i keep coming to the word council but that would imply that they were it was a concerted effort when it wasn't mm -hmm. hmm. uh, a series of villains I guess uh, around every turn there it is around every turn fucking misery 
around every corner. <laughs> uh, but yes, very uh, fucking melodramatic. The first line would be, uh, it's impossible to pick just one person. So, mm -hmm. uh, deal with it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so you can yeah. deal with it as you read it. Yeah. And then yeah. at the end would be, uh, well, a lot of my life experiences have led me to be much more understanding and patient with people, including mm -hmm. myself. But that patience and understanding will never extend to these people. Yeah. I think I'm going to piggyback off of yours. I pretty much would do the same for yours because I have many people as well. <laughs> many yeah. people. Like pretty much every single person I've met in my life almost, you know, has hurt me in an extreme way or another. Um, so I'm going to just say saying well, for that one what parts of me do I hide from the world and why um, I don't know I would say I hide it 99% of the time but there's the one time that I don't is before it's unlikely that this will happen again because I, uh, I stopped drinking a while back. But anytime I would go to karaoke, a little tipsy, fucking yeah. killed it every time. And that would be <laughs> what I keep from other people is okay. that, that aspect of my, I don't know, musical talent. And why do I do um... that? I don't know. Uh, it's strange getting into um, recorded media and having to edit like if everyone says oh I can't stand the way I sound like yes okay we all feel that way except once you're when you start editing like you get over it really quickly uh, yeah it's not it's not the the biggest hurdle to get over mm -hmm. I cannot stand hearing myself sing even though as I do it, I feel very confident about it, mm -hmm. but I don't want to hear myself. It's it's a strange thing. We need to stop being alike because same. <laughs> yeah. And that is also that is also the one thing that I uh, hide from the world because I can sing. I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm the best, but you know, I have I have it. Yeah. I can I can do it. Um, it's in our genetics. Yeah. But I just don't share that part to anyone because I don't think I'm that great and because there's um, especially within our family I can't really um, showcase that talent just because we have you know the yeah. major singer yeah, or singers if we count your plumber brother um, but yeah, that one, I have always kept that to myself. Like, she actually heard me back in October a little bit, but we were both drunk. <laughs> so she heard me sing. I don't know if she liked it or not, or if she remembers. Um, the only other person who's heard me sing was my dad at the Eagles concert. Um, but I don't even think he could hear me all the way. And my mom as a kid, but I don't like sharing that aspect to anyone because um, I'm very critical of myself with everything. Um, and yeah, I would rather keep the, that talent to myself. I bet that the if you had done this before, maybe I don't think it would happen now as much. Mm -hmm. But if you had, uh, let's say, ten years ago the comparisons would happen immediately. Like, oh, 1,000%. Yeah, you know, like, why, you're not that as good, or you, that's, you know, so-and-so does it better. It's not, mm -hmm. But I'm not that person. So, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why I do this, too, it stems from a little, I guess, wound as a kid. Uh, we, we, when we were in that little group together... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your sister and our cousins and yeah. whoever the fuck else was in it. Um, there was a 
like song that they wanted one of us to sing. And, you know, I practice and practice with my mom. She, you know, um, would record it and let me hear it back and stuff like that. And I kind of, I guess, tried out for that song to have my own song to sing. And they just gave it to this other girl that they favored. Huh. Um, so from then on, I'm like, I am not singing for anyone. <laughs> Or in front of anyone ever again. I'm going to keep that little talent to myself. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't think I'm good enough. But I am okay. I'm okay. Um, but I would just rather keep that to myself. Like, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever going to hear it. I think that um, I think you you had it right there. Is you, mm -hmm. it's probably because you don't think you're good enough. And as yeah. I was thinking about it, like, yeah, like that's why I would only do it if I was drinking because inhibition mm -hmm. was lowered. And like, yeah, I, I got that's to probably be a little bit confident. Yeah, that's liquid courage, right? Yep. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Usher ain't got shit on me <laughs> or something, <laughs> oh, the, which is ridiculous. I know, I know, but <laughs> that sort of uh, sort of feeling. This one woman I was seeing for a bit, it's actually the uh, the dumb one I was telling you about. Yeah. Uh, she had a fascination with Neo. Okay. So I I um I did a rendition of one of his songs that I liked, and um uh, yeah, um she liked it, but she didn't want to admit that you know how much she liked it. She had to mm. maintain that Neo's better than me. Thank you. Gotcha. Dar darling. <laughs> Fucking light of <laughs> my life. <laughs> uh. hmm. All right. So I think this kind of ties in with do I self-sabotage and why? Uh, assuming the answer is yes, because it's yes. <laughs> um, Same. Oh, uh, Mike, that's an automatic yeah, yes. Right. Uh, I kind of expected that's why you brought it up was to talk about it a bit. Why do I do this? Um, I was recently making a little like movie clip uh, motivational speech uh, monologue collage. That's actually the intro for the uh, political show. And one of the one of the candidates for clipping was the the uh, coach Carter, uh, Samuel L. Jackson okay, yeah. is the basketball coach, and yeah, in it, the like the troubled, troublesome kid, uh, the troublemaker or whatever, who you know starts turning it around. He stands up and like starts reciting poetry or something, and the beginning is uh, like our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are um, like powerful beyond measure or something like that. Okay, so. Is that? Uh, I don't know if that's what it is. Is like, am I afraid to bet on myself? Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't take. That's why I sabotage myself from taking chances that I wish I could, or that I don't know that slightly buzzed me would take. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Oh. Like, I definitely self-sabotage, and I recognize when I do it. I'm working on not doing it, but just growing up. Um, and I know a lot of people who have gone through, like, trauma deal with this. It's like anytime anything is going great, you know? Mm -hmm. You're just expecting shit to go down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've talked and about like, that. And, like, we, yeah, like, we expect it. So it's like, I just... And I just, I guess I don't feel like I'm deserving of these good things or good opportunities. So I try to yeah. just fuck it up somehow. Um, same with like friendships, relationships, whatever. I get kind of scared because I'm like, am I really, you know, capable of this or am I good enough for it? And then it's like, let me just go ahead and make the bad shit happen now so that I can just, you know. 
never um, have to take the chance to find out. Yeah, yeah. So and I can also I, get to kick myself for a while saying, you see, dumb bitch, that's what you get. Because you don't deserve yep. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I but know. yeah, I, I, I 100% self-sabotage in all aspects of my life. I recognize it a lot now and I try not to do it, but I'm still always just expecting something bad to come with the good because that's just how my life has been. How you do know, you, you recognize have... when you're doing it? Um, my my thoughts and my actions. I, I'm very I'm a very self aware human being. Um, so I know like I I don't know, but I, I do recognize when I start thinking in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and just start beating myself up and just how I'm acting. I realized right then and there, like, you're fucking this up. Like, stop it. Yeah. And Why? I'll, I'll Why do my, this? yeah. And I'm like, just, just, just get through it. You know, not, you're not always going to have a shitty thing happen to you when you're about to get something good, but it's, it's, it's a battle. Um, With the self awareness, what, what trends do you notice in your actions? If there's anything in particular? Um, like as far as what me self sabotaging yes. myself. Yes. Um, I just start to get more uh, like anxious. I get irritable. I get very. I I speak very negatively. I have a horrible attitude. Mm. Um, I start to close off. Um, and I just stop putting in effort in whatever it is you know, whatever it is. Um, and I just start losing like my passion or my drive towards whatever it is that I'm currently dealing with. And then that's when I realize, like, you're trying to fuck this up on purpose and you need to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you're, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna pull out of this. Like you always do. It's, it's okay. Um, and then I'll just be like, it's just a little bump in the road. Like even when something negative happens in the situation, whatever it is that I'm dealing with or who I'm dealing with, if it starts getting, if I just notice like a little teeny bump in the road, I definitely want to sabotage that, like self-sabotage right then and there. But then I, you know, I pull myself out of it. I'm like, you're going to get through it. It's fine. Just keep on swimming, you know, like Dory says. Um, but I, I definitely recognize a lot more now when I'm trying to self-sabotage. Sometimes it does follow through all the way, but most of the times now I just try to calm myself down, you know, and just go through the motion of whatever. Um, and then once I get out of it, I'm like, you were doing this for nothing. I'm like, you really would have fucked this up if you would have kept going down that, you know, self-sabotage road uh i think that this is actually a good tie-in it's from the same list of uh questions i got most of these from uh, mm -hmm. bigselfschool.com for anybody who wants to check it out the so it has do you self-sabotage and why so now the follow-up to this is are your actions guided mostly by love or fear fear um no fear <laughs> wait, wait no definitely fear on my end oh shit uh, it's fear of failure fear of mm. rejection you know um definitely fear on my end hmm. I felt love immediately like I I absolutely relate to what you just said because that's definitely mm -hmm. how I used to feel yeah it's like it, it was just fear of fucking everything for whatever reason mm -hmm. and I'm not sure when the uh, the old uh, spiritual renaissance happened for me but when it did mm -hmm. now I don't know things are uh, like guided by love like as much as I try to help other people animals and stuff like i yeah even if i fuck it up at the very least i made an attempt to help somebody mm -hmm. uh, even if i can only help a person in 
the microcosm of that person in my life, it doesn't matter. It's it's still helping that one person. Uh, yeah. I do my best and hope and hope for the best for that person. Like hopefully they can take that um a, that positive interaction and try to and maybe leverage that to not have their actions be guided by fear and rather that you know not everybody's a piece of shit i know that there are a lot of them i really do um but yeah not everyone's a piece of shit and i try to make sure other people know that by not being a piece of shit <laughs> it's not not a difficult concept <laughs> i guess yeah doesn't sound as profound <laughs> as i thought it would be <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, it's i think it's um a pay it forward kind of mentality like just a little example um yeah. there, there's a uh, card community it's on reddit uh, random act of cards random acts of cards or random acts of card one of those yeah, you fucking figure out the what's plural and what's not um but somebody had posted that they lost like they had a house fire and it had destroyed their writing desk and all of their you know writing implements then they were like listing some of the things that that were destroyed in the fire and gotcha i uh I, I don't know, I looked at my at my writing desk and I'm like, well, fuck, these things are dusty and they're, they would be useful. Let me just, why don't I just give him all of this shit? I, <laughs> I don't need it. I'm not using it. And, you know, it's, I know how, what, how exactly the feeling that, that he described. Like, I put a lot of myself into finding these things and picked meaningful things to me. And, yeah they're all gone now like, yeah that that would really suck i would feel horrible if that happened so i don't know it's not much but here you go here's a lot of stuff yeah i'm gonna look that up that looks that sounds like a pretty cool it is a very writing. very supportive place um uh i'm very active in on it not i don't like post very often i don't ask for anything I haven't asked for a card from them for several years. Just, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, but I always like, I think every Friday, Friday night or like Saturday midday, I check all the new requests and I always pick all of them up and fill them out through the next week. People okay. ask for and stuff then, for any, is, anything. Hmm? Yeah. And what is it called again? Here, um, I'll get you the link so that. Uh, it's the exact words, but it's okay. <laughs> random acts of cards, both plural. Okay. That's the subject. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, look, uh, here's a request saying from three days ago by a uh, username third grader for life. <laughs> Fucking me too. Me too, dog. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, thank veterans for their service. Can I post in there like, are you fuckers going to thank me? <laughs> oh, I'm, my God. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that. But it's uh, actually on the uh, the Marine Corps subreddit. That's one of the jokes um, is whenever like it's some douchebag that probably never mm -hmm. did a fucking thing in their life, including their time in the yeah. Marine Corps. They like they didn't really do anything. They maybe were like an admin clerk. But and they yeah. try to be all act like they're tough and shit and like yeah you're welcome for my service <laughs> I can... can can i ask you a question because i know not a lot of veterans like hearing this but do you like it when people tell you thank you for your service uh kind of depends um it's not as simple as yes or no like if people mm -hmm. there are some people who i have spoken to in greater detail the more yeah you know difficult experiences that i had and that, yeah. that guy in particular, um, one of the very few who know, who knows like at length what happened in, in my time mm -hmm. in Afghanistan. And so like when he, like one day we hadn't worked together in a few years and then he just calls me up on a veteran's day. He's like, Hey man, thank you for your service. Oh shit, dude. I'm getting choked up over here. <laughs> 
Like, cause you. Oh man, yeah. Okay. It's like you. It. You don't. You're. It's not just like a platitude. It's not a thing that. Um, I don't know that television tells you to say, uh, or that mm-hmm. people think you should say, just because. Um, I don't. He actually understands the depth of the phrase, and like the depth yeah. of what I experienced, and having taken that in a lot of people's stead. Yeah. Does it bother you though? Sometimes I guess that was my that's really oh, my question. Right. Does it bother you when people say that? No. Um. <laughs> it kind of no? used it used to. Um, because mm-hmm. I was still like dis- uh, disillusioned, fucking feeling disenfranchised, uh, really bitter, yeah, about everything. So I would be like, "You don't mm-hmm. even know what the fuck you're thanking me for." Like, and even yeah. th- like now, it doesn't bother me. I know people mean well when they say it. Uh, so like, it's just yeah, yeah. You know, I always just say it's like it was my pleasure. Like it was it was an honor to serve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't really care. Um. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't really affect me one way or another, unless it's situations like I described. Then it's yeah serious. I just always wonder about that. You know. Um, I uh, imagine that he, most if... of them wouldn't really care. Mhm. I know there's a few that take pride in being, you know, said that, <sighs> having that said to them, and I know there's some that really don't give a flying fuck. Or care to hear that, um, so I just it just popped up in my head randomly. So I just had to ask you because I'm I've been curious. I'm no, like, it's, it's how do very... you feel about hearing that? My ex's mom <laughs> was very curious about that too, and so we had, okay. we had a bit of a lengthy talk about it. And I just pretty much told her the same thing that I just said now was yeah. you know like some people, the people who want to be thanked or like expect it, uh, uh-huh. those are the same like douchebags I was talking about like you're welcome yeah. for my service like man shut yeah. up dude nobody cares um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I one thing that used to really really upset me about thank you for your service is I would hear from other guys that I was stationed with and they would talk mm-hmm. about like all the time thank you for your service fucking getting upgraded on to first class on planes uh, free drinks, oh, like, yeah. f- like non-stop, all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. And for the overwhelming majority of my of my time, from when I joined until like a, a, quite a bit of time after I got out, I had never heard that. Nobody ever said it to me, like of their own accord, really. Um, gotcha. So, and I have like the little veteran decal on my ID. Mm-hmm. So. so it would bother me because I was like, man, like what? And for naive me, I was like, why do they get the fucking special treatment? But I don't. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, wait, because <laughs> I don't look like a good old fucking oh, yeah. American boy. So gotcha. I'm not I don't get the uh, the accolade. Oh, I didn't for a while, but it's all good. I've uh, I'm not a fucking dumb twenty year old now, twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> it's fine. Um, doesn't bother me if people say thank you for your service. I'm like hell yeah, dog. Like if it's something fun, like if it's at a bar, before when I drank, yeah. go to a bar, they're like oh shit, thank you for your service. I'm like hell yeah, dog. Fucking absolutely. It was a <laughs> fucking. It was a like an orgy meets a rock concert. Oh my god. <laughs> that, that's not at all what <laughs> I would say, but. Just that kind of like joking mentality about it. Take yeah. take the formality out of it. Yeah. Right. Um, actions guided by love or fear. All right. So I think we can skip down to this one. Has insecurity ever been useful to you? I think that might be a little bit of a parallel. I gotta think on that one so you can go first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the secondary question for people who can't see is so has insecurity ever been useful to you and then what about overconfidence and I'm going to say yes on overconfidence absolutely has been useful Um, I would say that a considerable part of my 
romantic success has been in large part to my bravado. Uh, or is that the one that's like a hollow, not backed up by substance? Whichever it is, it was like fake confidence. Gotcha, uh, yeah. Like when I first got, when I came home from boot camp, I had like two weeks, three weeks of leave. Mm -hmm. um, and in that time, because of, I was riding the high of having finished boot camp, which was, it was difficult. And after, yeah, and I would, uh, I don't know, like I would have no issues approaching women that I don't know. Because, like, mm -hmm. why the fuck wouldn't I? Because I'm a goddamn Marine. Yeah. Like, that whole type of thinking. Oh, God. It's, yeah. Yes, I know. It's cringy as fuck. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, same thing, actually, in a much more reserved sort of way, or maybe a more quiet confidence. Well, when I came home from Afghanistan, it was the overconfidence, mm -hmm. like... Uh, that had that the place I just came from, spe the specific city, was like the deadliest city per capita, like three years in a row. Uh, several wow. of those, the, the one of those years being when I was there. So mm -hmm. that was a bit of like, man, I'm fucking invincible. <laughs> yeah, I, I no kidding, just went swimming with the sharks covered in fucking blood, and I fine. So, yeah, it was that kind of thing. Like, I'm not, I stare death in the face. I'm not afraid to speak to a woman that I don't know. And that's actually mm -hmm. how I met my ex. Was that, that, okay. uh, that confidence. Overconfidence. Your overconfidence. Yeah. <laughs> Insecurity being useful. Uh, yes. My first job, I was, uh, I had just finished my little vocational program. Uh, and all I had was like my military experience uh, to for my resume. Like that's all I had. So okay. I I don't think I've told this story here, but um, in that vocational program for any IT people, it was I was take part of the requirements or the course requirements was a CCNA prep course, it's just a computer networking, Wi-Fi stuff, whatever. Um, I'm taking the course, actual, and the instructor very clearly didn't know what he was talking about. So he would be trying to teach something, and I would like have to often help, like <laughs> providing real-world examples of how you use this information. And yeah, so there was that. I did that for all three of his courses, like his classes or whatever um, and I was also the unofficial tutor for the class like I pe we people would st who could stay later since it was a night class uh, I would be mm -hmm. I would tutor actually met my ex before my ex there doing that gotcha so, so anyway that when I got to my first job I didn't have a lot of practical experience that situation from those courses being like a tutor and stuff it turns mm -hmm. out my first job the hiring manager was the instructor who does, didn't know fucking dick all about computers so I get hired at, despite having bombed like every fucking interview of the three that I had oh wow they hired me anyway um, he really stuck his neck out to get me to bring me on and that insecurity, like, oh, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Just that yeah. worry uh, made me um, pretty indispensable for some time. Gotcha. Okay. So there you go. Uh, situations of both. I'm still trying to think on mine. Um... Let's see, for me, um, for me, I don't think, um, I can't think of a time where an insecurity has been useful to me. I really don't. 
Um, and overconfidence. I mean, that has worked for me. Um, whenever I, I don't know what it is, but I, whenever I do interviews, like whenever I've interviewed for a job, like I'm really just like, you know, in my head, like you are the shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You're no going to get this job. I am a really good interviewer. I can charm the shit out, like the pants off of anyone if I wanted to. Um, but um, yeah, like with whenever I would get jobs like on the spot um, when I would look for jobs, like it always happened. Not to toot my own horn, but I, I, um, I'm a very good interviewer. Um, and anytime I go in there, I'm like, really like, you're unstoppable. You're, you know, <laughs> um, so my overconfidence in getting jobs has always been useful for me because I get them right then and there i will walk into that interview before i even do it you know and i'm like i'm getting this job today sure enough um i don't think there's been many times where i've gotten turned down for you know a job um i'm not i'm gonna stop really quick stop you really quick because i don't think mm -hmm. this is overconfidence i think this is you coming from a low point you're getting to the fucking baseline of confidence of where you should be. Yeah. The, well, the maybe, level you yeah. should believe in yourself. Yeah. So, um, I don't think that you're talking about overconfidence. Just my, well, my perspective. Well, for me, that seems like, yeah. Oh, for yeah. For me, that seems like overconfidence. <laughs> Actually I'm believing a very in yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's just, uh -huh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, there's times where I do believe in myself, but then I'm like, I have to, I feel like I have to humble myself because arrogance is just, I find it disgusting. Mm. Um, and if I feel an mm -hmm. inch ounce of it in me, like I will shut my shit down. So I guess for me coming from where I come from, that is overconfidence to me, even though I know to you and maybe other people listening, it's not, but, um, I have very low self-esteem. You know this. Yeah. Um, We've talked about it a bit. Stems, it stems from, you know, childhood and oh, just... Lifetime of bullshit. Everyone around me just... Yeah, yeah. It's just a thing. It's going to be a long road for me to... Excuse my cats. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my cat right now. I could He's not. fighting with my dog. Okay. Um... I lost my train of thought. Fuck. But anyway. It's going to be a long um, time before your confidence gets or your self-esteem. Yeah. Yeah. Is... I'm still working on that self-love, self-whatever. Um, but yeah, for me, that is overconfidence. I guess to you and others, it isn't. But that to me was is an overconfidence <laughs> thing average, that I've done. To, to a person with a healthy relationship with themselves. <laughs> Not... Yeah, I'm like I. That's I'm far no. from that. No, like the that uh, I understand that thinking because like arrogance. I like to pretend to be arrogant because it's funny. I think it's funny mm -hmm. um, when it's very clearly tongue in cheek. Uh, it it is very annoying when people are like that. Um, yeah. Like, I don't like arrogant people. I don't like people that show off. Maybe that's another reason why I like don't share my other talents or I don't over, you know, yeah. uh, promote myself and stuff. Like with my music, I just do it. And if you want to listen to it, cool. I'm not out here like, oh, my God, I'm so this and that, you know. Um, well, there's like a there fine middle point like, between those two. True, there is, and there I sometimes get there, but then I'm like, ew, I still don't. This sounds too arrogant, like because there's times where I'm like, man, you're a fucking badass bitch. Like you're talented in so many things, and you're this and that and this and that. But then, I guess my intrusive thoughts get to me, and I just yeah, like, <laughs> I get you. I definitely understand. Shut myself down, but I I cannot I cannot stand, and I'm the type of person that will humble you if you seem very <laughs> arrogant and show offish 
I will fucking make sure that you don't feel like that. I will bring you back to reality ASAP. Because um, I, I just I cannot deal with people like that who are always like that. I can't. I find it disgusting. Uh, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Like, it, it could this... be an insecurity within myself that I think it's disgusting, but... No. Either way. No, um... Disdain for arrogance, totally normal. Uh, not allowing yourself to feel even a shred of confidence because you don't want to be seem arrogant or feel arrogant, that's not okay. Um, yeah, so I know. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start promoting your stuff as much as I can. And when the fucking reviews come in, five stars across the board all like 10 bajillion people who did who left the rating on your music you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> maybe realize it oh my gosh i'm so many like bar <laughs> ten, uh, 10 bajillion is bar like a good 10 bajillion is a conservative estimate of how many people are gonna <laughs> okay all right moving oh, along <laughs> moving on <laughs> okay um Social situations that make you uncomfortable. Um, I know um, that you have a difficulty with anxiety, so this is probably like most. Because I have, uh, uh, I get, I'm like a highly sensitive person, and uh, because I'm neurodivergent, I mm. cannot, I can't, uh, I can't do crowds. Like concerts are fine because I'm zoned in on the artist, you yeah. know, and just the people next to me but like anywhere else um if it's too crowded i get overstimulated so bad and i can't i don't like being around shit like that um and if i feel a negative presence anywhere a bad vibe coming off of someone i don't want to be there (laughs) um Hmm. like work is difficult for me too because i i mean i hate people um and sometimes I get very overstimulated at work. I get triggered at work. Um, so I guess for me, it's just being around people <laughs> uh, make me uncomfortable. I used and to have big a lot crowds. Of, I, I used to have a lot of difficulty with crowds. Uh, PTSD, uh, very different yeah. sort of reaction, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like panic attacks and hyperventilating. Yeah, I get panicked and overstimulated. I'm like, I need to get the fuck out of here or just go into a little room by myself for a bit to, you know, just compose myself and decompress. But yeah, crowds, big crowds uh, with like rowdy fucking people, loud people crying. um, It's just too much. It's too much. Social situations that make me uncomfortable now. Um, very few. I, the confidence part at this point for me, it's organic and it's like steady and level. I can, I don't, I don't know. I can walk into whatever and talk to whoever about whatever. I don't give a shit. It's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll figure out some way to get over it before I start. But, uh, Mm -hmm. so I, it's fine walking into like a I went to I've went to a couple of fundraisers for uh, Palestine and there's a lot of people and it wasn't a big yeah. deal that was fine I didn't have any worries going into that when a situation I did like prac I almost peed in my pants I was so fucking scared of the whole thing. Oh wow! It was pretty rough. Uh, there is a <clears throat> mega adjacent politician in Arizona, and I went to one of his little town halls. Uh, walking into that, uh, just looking around, like, just I'm, I looked around, like, please don't let me be the only not white person here. <laughs> and, yeah (laughs) absolutely not i was the only person who was not white and it was very obvious that people noticed 
they notice yeah. me immediately. It's like fuck. Yeah. This is not good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am not packing heat right now. This mm-hmm. is this could. I don't know how this is gonna go because these are those are the types of people. You know what I mean? They're those types of people. Um, yeah, those types of people make me nervous too. Even though you know I don't. Uh, I mean I look like them. Sure. Um, yeah, but still, I like imagine me speaking my beliefs in front of those people. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, I work with a fuck ton of those people. <laughs> I work with a lot of those people at my uh, where I work, and it's like, man, uh, I gotta watch what I say around people. You know, I try not to boast my political beliefs on at work at all. Um, but I am pretty sure some people already know where I stand on stuff. Um, yeah, it's but, if it's uh, not obvious at this point, then just go check out yeah. the political show, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Lily would be fine with what I talk about there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, so I'm sitting in this thing. I'm sitting in a table, like off to the side, as much as I can be, and uh-huh. just everybody's. I can just feel, I feel every time I look, somebody's looking at me more than one person. Oh, damn. And it starts getting to the end of the thing. And this is the part that really, uh, really like set me off of the like uncomfortable to the max. So this, uh, mm-hmm. this young lady comes up for the, like the Q and a section. She walks up and she's standing next to me to where I'm sitting. Oh, fuck. And, and so okay. I, I'm just kind of like, I turn to see who it is. Like I just, have a glance at her from head to toe right and i look down Mm -hmm. she's wearing flats that expose the top of her foot which that's not that isn't the point is that the tattoo that she had on her foot it was um it's a nordic no it was a nordic rune okay sort of thing which nordic norse mythology in and of itself there's nothing wrong with it the problem is that Mm -hmm. those types of people are co-opting it to a, a sort of a, instead of putting on a swastika they'll put on that Norse mm-hmm. thing instead oh god so it's it's like a trying to be a little bit more subtle about how they think and so I look at gotcha. it and I'm like oh my goodness that's the type of people that are in here like she's probably mm-hmm. just like the pinup girl for them yeah and all these other fucking goons are gonna they would fucking kill me if they knew if they knew what I was doing here. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was there to hear the his little lecture, or whatever. Uh, he didn't say mm-hmm. anything of substance. He just spoke very quickly. Of course. To I make mean, it seem do. like no, he he did talk about something, but the the manner mm-hmm. in which he spoke, the points about the topic that he made, uh, no saliency. He was just talking fast, and everybody just kind of went along with it because, oh, he's talking fast about oh. a complicated topic. That must mean he's smart. Yeah. And uh, he's he's not. So there's that. Of course. <laughs> uh, so those kinds of situations make me uncomfortable. And I think mm-hmm. that's about it. Um, I would rather yeah. not be the only colored person at a white supremacy adjacent crowd. If yeah. not straight up white supremacist, I'd rather not be the the token colored person. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's that's, that's the type of stuff that scares me now is uh, walking into the lines then. Mm-hmm. Was I courting disaster? Perhaps. You could say I was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, by going to that. I went. So that's, you know. Putting yourself up there. <laughs> I, I did take myself there. It's in a very affluent yep. part of the outskirts of phoenix um fountain hills if anyone's familiar oh okay yeah very very wealthy park town um right okay, yeah um i think this one that i have highlighted we can skip and we'll just jump down here because yeah looking at the time um what are you most likely wrong about okay i think i i said that most of my i the majority of my actions are guided by, motivated by, uh, inspired by love, positivity. Mm-hmm. I, I make myself believe 
I have to make myself think and hold it to be true that the majority of people, worst case scenario, are live and let live. They don't care about you. If you're not hurting them or bothering them, they don't care what you're doing. Um, mm -hmm. That's worst case scenario. And best case, people are generally benevolent and do not want to see other people be hurt or uh, subjugated in any way, right? So I that I am worrying more and more that I'm wrong about that. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the types of people that I just described at the congressman's little town hall. There are yeah. there are some progressive people who I whose like our beliefs would align and they have um, they have like a malevolent need to make their things reality. It's kind of like that uh, day one dictator bullshit that homeboy's oh, talking yeah, yeah. about. It's kind of like that. Like if, yeah. if I could just squash all the bad people, everything will be fine. Well, that it, yeah. that's not how you do it, dog. You don't smash anyone. Yeah. So there, I'm not saying I am very much doing a both sides kind of thing right here, but. There, there are extremists everywhere. So it's, I suppose. 100%. I just worry on both, that. Yeah, on all sides. Absolutely. Like all sides. Um, I actually talked about on the political show some uh, eco vandals. They're, they, uh, mm -hmm. One of them threw tomato soup on a Da Vinci painting. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Another, They're always vandalizing the Mona Lisa painting. Yeah, the Mona like, Lisa all got, the time. got cake on it. I think that might have been a Marie Antoinette tie-in mm -hmm. recently the uh the the display of the u.s constitution was vandalized um oh wow yeah the cleanup effort finished uh sometime yesterday but they threw, gotcha. they threw paint everywhere the constitution was in a case a display case but the paint mm -hmm. type of paint was uh it's very difficult to clean up so oh, they're gotcha. there and uh rome in italy they recently passed through their parliament a uh, very harsh financial and also possibly uh, jail time penalty financial penalties and jail time for people who uh, deface heritage sites or monuments gotcha so if you damage it beyond repair uh, then you're you go to no shit prison for uh, somewhere like 10 plus years plus like wow. hundreds of thousands of euros in fines. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, dude, these things are like 3,000 years old. I, mean, I understand. Why are we trying to ruin it? Yeah. I understand you need to make a point, but there's a parliament building right there. Go fucking throw shit on that. Yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of places that you can do it that don't destroy cultural heritage for anyone. Yeah. Except Nazis. True. Go ahead and fuck all their stuff up. I, for real. <laughs> Or uh, people who co-opt the beautiful Norse mythology for their white yeah. supremacist aims. That too. All right. What are you most likely wrong about? Nothing. <laughs> oh, oh. Miss never going to be arrogant. <laughs> nope. I mean, true. I mean, if there's one thing about me, I'm always right. I, um, I don't think I've been proven wrong too much of my lifetime and I can't even remember those times uh, maybe it's because I just <laughs> do believe that I've been proven wrong but um, no uh, I don't think uh, no there's nothing that I'm really wrong about unfortunately hmm. um, I am that person that type of person <laughs> I'm always right and I'm always right um yeah, mine is just gonna be like mine is just a simple no. What are you most likely wrong about? I think you're most likely well, wrong myself. about not. Uh, you're most likely wrong about not being wrong about anything. That's my. That's oh, good. It's a paradox, yes, but yeah, it is. It, it's I a very uh, blasé sort of answer. I'm not accepting that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> But no, I, uh, yeah, mine is no. All right. 
who do you envy? People use the word jealousy, but what they really mean is envy. I try not to envy anyone. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, well, no. Yeah, if I, I know. Envy, uh, the only thing I envy is fertile women. That's it. Oh, that's a deep one. I'm, yes, I'm that glad is... that you went deep with it because mine is I envy like people that. with functional par uh, parents having a functional marriage and they have a healthy relationship with their parents. I mean, I do envy that too. Yeah. Even if I they have good... one good mm -hmm. parent, I still envy them. Yeah, I envy, I envy uh, people who have good relationships with their mothers, who have a healthy family dynamic in yeah. whole. In whole. Uh, that's another thing I do envy. But um, other than that, uh, no, I. That's another thing that I am not a big fan of is envious people. Like, not in the sense that we're talking about envy, but in other stupid, you know surface level material shit superficial things. yeah like, yes, like shit absolutely. like that um, super dumb i i'm just like it's so fucking dumb but like stuff like on a deeper level i can understand um because that's the only time that i'm envious is in the situation you just said and then what i just said that's it yeah i envy people and people who have i guess um mental stability <laughs> because i sure as hell uh, don't i um, i know how you feel and i know how it feels to be on the other side of it it's fucking worth it mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. yeah envying people i think you put it better um people with healthy family dynamics is what yeah I, that it whatever your configuration of family is that's mm -hmm. that's what i wish i had it doesn't matter yeah. if it's two dads, two moms. I don't give a fuck. Like it doesn't. None of that shit matters. I just wish I had healthy family relationships. Yeah, same. <clears throat> same. Okay, that's it. Oh, perfect. All right. So, I cut in the outro stuff, right? Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Hard Shell Tacos. Uh, if you want to check out any of the other shows that we get up to on the Lux Media Network, you can go to lvxmedia.net. Or you can check out the social media stuff, LVX Media Net, wherever. Uh, if you can't find it, we're not on it. Um, one thing to keep in mind is that um, ads are, you know, something that we're exploring. So um, if and when, you'll, ha you'll have adequate notice of when that's going to be put into place. So if you would like to maintain like an ad-free situation, you can go to Patreon. That'll be, that'll be ready to rock. And there'll be more there than just uh, ad-free episodes if you want to get into higher tiers or whatever. Oh, what else? Um, ratings and reviews. Um, reviews, like, if you got the time and you're really willing to do that, then, I, of course, I, I would never say no. I would really appreciate it. But a rating helps a lot more uh, than you may realize. So um, if you... If you have the, you know, just takes a couple seconds if you could hit me with a fiver. If you're not, the phone number for any questions, comments, concerns is 833-LUX-PODS. Uh, text or call, it's anonymous. Uh, if you're not feeling a five, tell me why you're not feeling a five. I'd rather, uh, I would like to get the chance to earn the, you know, whatever could get me to a five. And uh, instead of uh, leaving you with an... Uh, less than stellar experience so i i think i think that's it so have fun with uh, the rest of the show there uh -huh. so now we do parting words um just have a good week <laughs> all right just have a good week uh don't let your uh intrusive thoughts get to you <laughs> uh be willing to admit that you might be wrong about something <laughs> i mean that's not gonna happen for me uh, <laughs> anytime soon i, know, it was a little, I mean if was... i am wrong i am gonna admit it if i you know if okay, i am that's, wrong that that's I the do more important admit part it. yeah i will admit it but that's very a very rare case when i am wrong like it's i'm not even joking and i'm not trying to be you know, Smug. arrogant with it, but it's the truth. I'm hardly ever wrong. Yeah, uh, that's 
learning to admit you're but wrong will, is a difficult thing but for I a lot will of people. Admit it. Yeah, I will automatically admit it because I do a lot of, uh, um, you call it. Oh my god, I lost my train of thought. I'm a very like observant person. I'm very you know self aware, of course, and I overthink every action and replay everything in my head all the time. So if I see something that I did was wrong, I will admit it. I'll be like, all right, yeah. my bad. I filed my taxes like eight hours ago, and they're already mm -hmm. they're already done. It's already done. Getting my money back. Nice. I did. I did mine uh, January twentieth. TurboTax. I was supposed to get money back. I was supposed to get my direct deposit of my return back on February 9th, only to get a letter in the mail that my money went to an unpaid balance of some sort. Ouch. So I'm like, fuck you guys. And they don't really specify what the hell it is. I'm like, I could have used that money. I mean, it wasn't much, but I'm sure I mean, I could have used the... it for something else. If you tried to check, uh, really look into it um you could but you know it's a yeah time intensive thing like fucking i'm like too late now my money's gone i'm not gonna get it back either way so i'm like fuck it, it would be nice to know what it went to though so you can prevent that from happening again yeah yeah i'll probably look into it but i'm like oh well you got a whole year so um true parting words nothing to mention that won't go into the cutoff shit uh, the cut-in shit, excuse me. So, the Millennial Pantheon. Okay. I... People who are shining examples of having your actions be guided by love and the want for something better for people other than yourself. So, Steve Irwin. He was a fantastic teacher of caring for animals, taking care of nature in general. Fred Rogers, taking care of your neighbors, the people around you, your community. LeVar Burton, taking care of your brain, learning stuff so that you don't have to most likely be wrong about anything. When you learn stuff, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, and Bob Ross, my personal favorite, taught a lot of us to be kind to ourselves and that it's okay to make mistakes. I wonder if Wishbone should go on this pantheon. Oh my god, Wishbone! I love Wishbone! <laughs> like, Wishbone and Lavar are the book fucking deities right there. Yeah. I think I'm putting oh, Lavar with Wishbone. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this fantastic, fun-filled episode of Hard Chill Tacos. I've changed. I'm not Cabeza and Repollo anymore. Uh, carne asada with uh, lettuce and tomato. All right. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, no, never mind. Right. <laughs> I'll cut it in. <laughs> it's the outro stuff. All right. See you guys next time. Paris,